Koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. Welcome to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jesse Friedman uh, from Voices for the Voiceless, filling in for Tom Brown. And today we are talking about the student pro-life movement. So I'm here, I'm Jesse Friedman, the marketing director of Voices for the Voiceless. And I am sitting here with Josiah Friedman, the CEO of Voices for the Voiceless. Um, So I just want to start, Josiah, what is Voices for the Voiceless as an organization? Well, first of all, I'm really excited to to be here, uh, taking over for uh, for Tom today with you uh, and some of the rest of our team members. Voices for the Voiceless is an organization, a 501c3, that exists to help students find their place in the pro-life movement through innovative projects in photojournalism, music, technology, writing, and beyond. Uh, we are helping the rising generation of pro-life activists in the Southwest to really make a dent. And it's, you know, we're doing some exciting things. We're happy to talk about it today. So as, as the CEO of Voices for the Voiceless, what do you see as the most effective strategy um, for not only putting a stop to abortion, but really just changing the culture around us? Um, obviously, the pro-life movement is a battle that's been fought for a long time now. Um, so what do you see as the most effective strategy of uh, changing our culture around us? That's right. In, uh, you know, uh, the way we go about things at Voices for the Voiceless starts in large part with a story that hails way back to the 1790s. You, you know, today in the pro-life movement, we have an extremely successful charge uh, with the legal battle. We're, we're making a lot of progress in a lot of states, passing a lot of pro-life legislation. We're opening up a lot of pregnancy centers um, uh, that can open up and compete more with Planned Parenthood than they ever could before. Uh, We're serving women in so many amazing ways as a movement. And I think we have an an incredible opportunity to add something to that vision. So in 1791, I want to tell you the story. William Wilberforce and his political allies faced a huge setback as they pursued the abolition of the slave trade in Great Britain, um, a political cause that would take a decade and a half longer to see really any results. So uh, William Wilberforce, at at this time of political stagnation, talked to his friend John Newton, a former slave trader who had since repented and converted to Christianity and written him Amazing Grace as his own spiritual biography. Newton, in seeing what he could do, went to his friend William Cooper, one of the most prominent British poets at the time. And Cooper uh, acquiesced to, to Newton's request, which was simply this, to write a poem. Newton did, and it was called The Negro's Complaint. Uh, The poem concluded with the words, skins may differ, but affection dwells in white and black the same. It was written from the slave's perspective, and it grew to such great renown that all throughout Great Britain, it it was said to be sung in the streets. At Voices for the Voiceless, we believe that what's sung in the streets is just as important as what's said in the Oval Office. That's why we make culture. 
That's why we are asking and challenging members of our generation to change the world by creating beautiful things, by telling the story of how our generation has been impacted by abortion through mediums and in ways that we've never done before. And today, that's what we're going to talk to you about. We're going to introduce to you this new movement about creating a new culture in our generation. All right, so you are listening to Coin and Neon Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jesse Friedman filling in for Tom Brown today, and we will be back in just a few minutes. <laughs> 